Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Rundown, presented by the Minnesota Daily. I'm your host, Nolan O'Hara. We're in the middle of March Madness and the NCAA hockey tournament is just about underway. So I kind of expected to talk about the Gophers hockey team this week, but we did have some breaking news. Um, Athletics Director Mark Coyle hired Ben Johnson to be the next coach of the Gophers basketball team. Uh, Johnson was an assistant at Xavier and was an assistant coach under Richard Pitino here at Minnesota previously. Um, he graduated from the U after a stint at Northwestern. Uh, he went to De La Salle High School, so a lot of local ties. And yesterday, um, Tuesday, he just had his introductory press conference. Um, our basketball beat reporter, A.J. Condon, was there for that, so I wanted to have him back on the podcast to kind of break that down, uh, t- discuss the Gophers' latest hire and everything that happened yesterday. So it's good to have you here, A.J. How's it going? Yeah, it's going good. Uh, we talked about it pre-recording, but slow week. I'm just hoping to get through this, and spring break's right around the corner, so I'm really excited for that. I was thinking the opposite of slow <laughs> week. It's a, it's a busy week, but uh, but I am ready for spring break. I can definitely second that. Um, and, you know, kind of to jump in here, you know, let's start with this hire itself. You know, you had a breakdown of potential candidates before um, on the daily. You know, you wrote that up. Ben Johnson wasn't one of them on that breakdown, but... Can you kind of speak to what your thoughts were when they announced this hire? Um, was he on your radar at all? I know you didn't include him in there, but, you know, obviously other candidates uh, to consider too. And do you think this was kind of a surprise hire? And what, I guess what were your first thoughts, like, right off the bat? Did you think it was a good hire, a bad hire? Um, kind of thoughts when they announced that Ben Johnson would take over this program? Yeah, so looking back at my breakdown, um, I was more focused on other head coaches around the league. I wasn't really expecting uh, Minnesota to turn to an assistant coach. Um but, yeah, right off the bat, I thought it was a good hire. Um, it makes tons of sense. Uh, you mentioned all his ties to uh, the state of Minnesota. And we talked about in the last podcast about how big of a determinant that was going to be. Um, we talked about the in-state recruiting and how having a Minnesota tie um, would help that a lot. And Like you said, grew up in Minnesota, attended the U, even played for the team, and then even coached him later. So he's got tons of ties to Minnesota, and I think that's really going to help, um, help his recruiting in-state which we'll get into later, but was the pretty much the main thing he talked about at the press conference. Um, so, yeah, right off the bat, um, I thought it was a really good hire. Uh, Mark, Co- Mark Coyle even said during the conference um, that he received a lot of texts and phone calls. And pretty much the word to sum it up from what he received was that it was a home run hire. So um, that was very relieving to hear from Coyle, and I think they did a really good job during this process. For sure, yeah. It seems like they were all pretty excited about it at the press conference. There's been a lot of positive uh, feedback about it, too. And, you know, it was kind of interesting. You know, they had the rare in-person press conference. I don't think we've had a single one since COVID. And they had uh, that introductory press conference in person with some local media here. Um, you know, Mark Coyle, Joan Gable, and then Ben Johnson, of course, were all there, I guess. Can you just break down what that was like? You know, especially it's the only time it's been an in-person press conference. And what was the vibe there, and what kind of were your first impressions of Johnson? Yeah, the the in-person press conference was very relieving to have. Um, obviously, we're sitting in front of computers all day on Zoom for classes, uh, so having the press conferences be always online isn't the best. So having a change-up, uh, being in person was a lot. It was a, it was a great experience, honestly. Um, it was good to see just a lot of other faces that I haven't normally seen. I've seen a few of the guys just at basketball games and stuff, but 
there's a wide variety of people there. So that was really um, enjoyable to be at. Um, looking at Coyle and Gable, um, they both seem like they put in a lot of work. I mean, I know they put in a lot of work um, finding this replacement. And they both seem very excited um, and very thrilled for Ben Johnson to be here and excited for um, his plans. They they really do think they have the right guy for the job. And I, I'm, I'm going to back them up on that. But I think they did find the right guy. Um, looking at Johnson, I think he really hit this out of the park on that press conference. Um, I know a lot of people didn't really have the best um, outlook at his, at him right as he got hired. Um, and I think he was able to answer a lot of those doubts with that press conference. He's very poised. Uh, he answered everything very well, uh, went in detail, um, really about what his mission is uh, being back at this school and what he wants to do with this team. Um, so I think he he absolutely just hit it out of the park um, on Tuesday. For sure, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, he seemed, watching it later too, I think what was, there was something Coyle said um, in terms of like they're searching when reporters were asking questions. I think he was like, you should have joined us right on this search. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the reporters were asking great questions. And, yeah, Coyle joked about it, um, that they should have been on the search committee because – they were asking those same exact questions to everyone involved. Um, so that's why that's why I really do think they found the right guy is, is because when the press and, like, the search committee are on the same page on questions to ask this new coach, um, I think that's a really good sign. And um, I think Johnson's a great example of kind of this guy being on the on the right page with everyone else. So I think that was definitely a, definitely a positive that I took away from the press conference. Yeah, and looking at it, you know, I obviously rewatched it later. Um but there was a very clear theme in the press conference. It was a very clear theme that Coyle was what Coyle was looking for. Um, it was a very clear theme what Johnson's goals are here, and that is uh, keeping in-state talent here. You know, we saw Amir Coffey and Daniel Oturu both tweet once Johnson got hired that he was kind of the reason they stayed in-state. I saw Coffey's dad tweet that he was the reason he stayed in-state. Um, and, you know, that was a big, huge theme of the press conference. Um, if anybody was writing a story on it, it's going to mention in-state recruiting. I guess what did Johnson um, or Coyle kind of say in the presser about recruiting and Johnson's vision for this team moving forward? Yeah, so just before I get into that, like looking at his background, he has a very impressive um, resume with recruiting. You mentioned Kofi you know, Noturu, um, and also Gabe Kalashuer, who's out, obviously on the team right now. Um, and then when he was at Xavier for his uh, couple years, he led back-to-back uh, top 30 recruiting classes um, out there. And obviously, he's just the assistant coach, but he puts a lot of work into that. Um, he got a lot of credit for, for that recruiting class he got. So, obviously, it's a big part of his style of coaching. And I think we're definitely going to start seeing that um, right away in Minnesota. I mean, he joked about – or one of, the, one of the reporters asked him a question like, when's that first phone call going to come? And Johnson jokingly said – it already happened. Right as he um, landed and got cell phone coverage, he was on the phone uh, making phone calls and trying to start his recruiting. So I think that's that's just a small sample of what we're going to get, um, what the team is going to get with with his dedication. So like you said, in-state recruiting is his main focus. Um, I think going back to just having those Minnesota ties, he talked a lot about knowing what it's like growing up in the state of Minnesota, being a Gopher fan, knowing the energy that, um, that, the, that the barn has. Um, he wants to bring that back to Minnesota. It, it hasn't been there in the past few years. Um, 2019 obviously was was a very fun season for fans in the barn, uh, but he wants to bring the atmosphere of Minnesota basketball back. 
Um, and that obviously starts with keeping these players in state. And there's already a few um, transfers, some Minnesota transfers that um, that are in the transfer portal right now that I saw a tweet from Marcus Fuller that the Govers are already in contact with Race Thompson. Uh, Jameson Battles, another name to keep uh, keep an eye on too in that transfer portal. And then looking into uh, 2022 class, there's a very uh, they have a very solid class coming up in 2022. Um, I was looking at 247 Sports, their rankings, and obviously this year is going to be Johnson's main focus. But no doubt in my mind, he's already thinking about that 2022 class and how can he get those Minnesota guys to stay in state, stay in state. So definitely going to be his main focus is keeping those guys in state. Um, but he's got a lot of work to do. Obviously, I mean, there's already three players that transferred away, so he's going to have a different team um, going into next season. So. He's going to get to work, and I don't doubt one bit that he's got a plan behind him. Yeah, I've seen some some tweets already after Oturu was saying that, you know, Johnson was the reason he stayed in state, that uh, they'd like to keep another Creighton-Durham Hall kid in state. Uh, you know, obviously Trey Howellman is going to be a, a big recruit coming out of the state pretty soon, and uh, I don't know if he'll end up playing here for the Gophers, but I know that uh, Ben Johnson will be – Trying to give them some calls. Definitely, definitely. Um, but, yeah, looking at it, too, it's just, there's been a lot of positive response to the hire. I know Ben, at the press conference, he was saying that, you know, he'd gotten calls and texts, and you've seen, you know, former players, former coaches, current coaches, all congratulating him um, on social media or directly to him. You know, but we discussed last week, Minnesota fans can be pretty negative, and yes. there's also been some negative response to him being hired, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there just to sh- just to shed light on how ridiculous this is. But I saw one comment on a Star Tribune article that the Gophers should have hired Beeline and brought in Johnson as an assistant coach. So clearly, some fans are kind of living in a fantasy world. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, you know, there is some like valid criticisms as well. He hasn't been a head coach, and there were a lot of mid-major head coaches who at least appeared to be interested in that in the job, um, if not legitimately were. And there were, you know, other candidates you could argue were maybe more qualified than Johnson was. Um, but at the same time, you know, he is kind of he's kind of an up and comer. That was kind of the the thought process in this hire. Um, but you know, the flip side of that is too is like they just hired Patino, was the last coach, who also didn't have any coaching experience. Um, he's, you know, an assistant under Patino, you know, I guess, what are your thoughts on these kind of criticisms? You know, obviously people be critical of anything, but there are some, I guess, somewhat valid thoughts here. Um, what would your, your thinking be behind that? Yes. Yeah, so I'm that beeline one. I'm just going to throw away because <laughs> we don't live in a perfect world. Um, and obviously if we somehow well, they might as beeline. well bring in Calipari now yeah, that they're like, at it. Yeah. Maybe he can be the assistant. Johnson can be like. The strength coach, like j- let's just get them all on our staff. Why not? Um, so yeah, I mean, there obviously are some people in every sport, every fan, uh, every fandom that that are, throw those unrealistic um, takes out there. So I'm just gonna ignore that one. But there definitely is some criticism that is uh, valid. Um, not having any um, any previous head coaching definitely hurts him a little. I'm um, not having that experience, but. I think this is the perfect place for him to finally get some. Uh, like we've mentioned, he's been in the program before under Patino, um, and he was just at Xavier. So he has really good experience as an assistant coach, um, and you got to give him a chance. Like, 
like we talked about last week, um, Gopher fans love just, like, taking the blame and throwing it at someone right off the bat. Give the guy a break. He just killed a press conference. Um, let him at least try to recruit some guys. Maybe you can reevaluate reevaluate how you think about him after that, but at least wait until he has at least one season. Um, I know it's very easy to throw blame and be like, yeah, he's not he's not fully qualified, but I think it's it's very important that you at least give the guy a chance because it's not fair to him. It's not fair to the program to just kind of blow them off and just be like, yeah, bad hire. So um, I just say give him a break. Let him work his magic. Let him get these in-state recruits um, because he clearly has a mission that he wants to do, um, and he has a good point of attack on how he's going to do it. So I think he, he, he set up very well for himself, um, and there's obviously going to be a transition period anytime when you're going from uh, new coaches, um, and especially from an assistant coach to head coach. So there's obviously going to be that transition period, but – I think when all is said and done, we'll look back on uh, this hire and be like, I th- that definitely was the right move. Yeah, and looking at it too, I mean, obviously he'll, he's going to need a couple seasons to get his guys um, in the program too. You know, we're seeing these these transfers already. Um, you know, I think it, give him a couple years, I think. I agree with you. You know, obviously it seems like right now, I mean, if he can recruit these Minnesota kids and if he has as much influence as we've seen former athletes from Minnesota in the program, Say he does, I think. Uh, I think within a couple of years, you can look and he could build a really solid team around in-state talent. Yeah, and like you look at a guy like PJ Fleck. Did people give up and give up on him after two seasons? No, he came back. That I think it was his third year and led them to eleven win uh, season. So no one's gonna come in and change a college program in one year. Um, and you saw what happened when you gave PJ Fleck time. Um, give Ben Johnson time, and let's see what happens with this team. I'm glad you brought up Fleck, too, because I think another thing to think about, too, is you look at the co- the hires Coyle's made since he's been here. I mean, you have P.J. Fleck, you have Bob Motzko, you have Lindsey Whalen. You know, you look at his hires, and you kind of have to trust his judgment as far as bringing in coaches at this point. I mean, there's other criticisms you can throw at him, but right now the coaches he's brought in have all been pretty successful. Yeah, I mean, Lindsey uh, Whalen obviously ran into some issues this season with uh, team and injuries. Um, and opt-outs and transfers and stuff like that. But you look at the hockey team and Bob Motzko, he was able to turn this program around back into what, I mean, people know go for hockey to be. Uh, you look at him bringing in P.J. Fleck, and you look at that 11-win season, obviously this past season. Again, there's problems with injuries and opt-outs. But, yeah, I totally agree. Trust what Coyle's doing. He's brought in three very um, talented people that we just mentioned there. Um, who's to say he can't bring in a fourth? For sure, yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting hire, and I think um – I think, you know, Ben Ben Johnson's recruiting will be a big thing, and that's something, you know, obviously they've emphasized. And, you know, despite the criticisms we saw of him, um, you know, kind of on social media and such, he did nail that presser like you alluded to earlier. And, you know, I think he might have actually changed some minds the way he, he did speak so highly of bringing in in-state talent. Um, I guess what were your thoughts kind of overall? I know we alluded to it a little bit, but, you know, he's talking about how it's his dream job. He really believes in the program. I guess what were your thoughts on just his kind of introduction to the head coaching job here at Minnesota? Yeah, so my first thought is with these people that have criticized him, I wonder if they're actually the ones that have watched his press conference. Um, Because if they haven't, I think that's a really important thing for them to do. Because, um, like we've talked about a lot, he killed the presser. And a lot of these these Gopher fans obviously were mad about the in-state uh, talent that was leaving when Patino's here. And 
uh, Johnson's main goal is to get this in-state talent to stay here. And I, I, I really don't understand how someone can just criticize that when we failed to have that for the past seven, eight seasons. Um, so I think that that's a very important thing. And so these people are criticizing them. Go back. It's a 25-minute presser. Find some time. Um, watch, watch it. Listen to it. Even read articles about it. I think you'll you'll be reassured for uh, for your time. So I know I'm really excited. I know tons of other fans are really excited for what he's going to bring to this program. Um, and like you said, this is a dream dream job. He will give it his all. Um, I, I I don't have a doubt in my mind that um, he will not be given this at least 110. percent And you know, like Patino tweeted, uh, was it today or the other day? You know, he taught him everything he knows about in-state recruiting. That was a, yeah, that was a, that was a, I think it was this morning or something, but yeah, he was just um, excited. He was just giving a tweet to uh, Ben, just excited for it. And he had a little sarcasm at the end saying, I've taught him everything he knows, especially the in-state recruiting. So I thought that was a very kind of funny, like farewell to Patina, like his last little Minnesota, I mean, who knows if it's his last Minnesota thing, but just kind of his farewell uh, to this Gopher team, just throwing that in there. I thought it was pretty funny. I think the Gophers need to throw New Mexico on the non-conference <laughs> schedule every year. Yes, we, need to, we, yes. need to, we still need a little bit more of Patino um, in those press conferences. I'll definitely try to get out. If that happens, i I got to be on that, that Zoom call if they're still doing those for Patino, just to hear him talk one more time. For sure, although we're probably going to be past Zoom calls come I next know, basketball yeah. season. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this before, but fans are going to be allowed um, at Gopher games. Uh, coming up soon, so that should be very exciting. Hopefully that's kind of a change in uh, these press conferences too, and we can get more of these in-person ones uh, coming up. For sure, yeah. It's been good to see everything kind of changing, moving closer and closer to normal as we go along here. Um, yeah, and can catch Gopher Baseball live and in-person. Yes, yeah, Ebert Field. Um, yeah, and I guess kind of overall too, right? do you have any final thoughts on, on Johnson, you know, his first two days, I guess it's been now since he's the head coach and kind of expectations for, I guess, not just this season, but, you know, kind of the next couple of years and how it shakes out. Yeah. I mean, final thoughts on these first two days, um, was that he's just, he's already ready to go to work. Um, he's talked to the team. Uh, he's already made phone calls for, um, recruiting. So I expect, um, I don't know how soon it's going to be, but I expect these, these transfers, um, he's already going to start working on them. Uh, those two names I mentioned earlier with Race Thompson um, and Jamison Battle, those are two guys that are in the transfer portal that Gopher fans should definitely keep their name on or keep their name on the radar. Um, I bet most basketball fans in Minnesota know who those two already are, and those are two guys that uh, Johnson could really go for because those are two Minnesota guys that um, if Johnson's really talking about this in-state recruiting, those are two two guys that he could really just get off on the right foot with uh, with this Minnesota team. Um, in the next few years, I mean, we, we talked about giving this guy a few years, no program gets turned around um, in one or two seasons, but it's not likely. Um, so, yeah, these first two years, probably not going to be the smoothest for, for Gopher basketball, but I think, the, I think the future is bright for Minnesota basketball, and I think uh, Johnson hopes that he can just get this energy and get this atmosphere back in Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely. Talk, you know, he spoke to that about the barn, um, trying to bring that back to the way it was, and it, it should be exciting to see if he can do that. Um, and, you know, it might be a completely different roster this next year. We've seen that the last couple of years, even with Patino here, who had been here for a good period of time. So I think it's pretty likely that we'll see a big roster change now this year. Yep, definitely. 
But yeah, I think that's all we had. Uh, AJ, I appreciate you joining us um, and talking about this new hire, Gophers Basketball, and, and coming in uh, not at the usual time on short notice. So definitely appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was really excited to talk about this. So I'm actually glad we moved it up a day. I was getting a little antsy. Right, exactly. I know. It was just, it is, it's happened so long ago. It was already yesterday. So. I know. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks again for joining us. In other news, Gophers men's hockey team is playing in the NCAA tournament this Saturday at 9 p.m. against Omaha. For all those interested in watching, the game will be televised on ESPNU. The Gophers baseball team just wrapped up a three-game series against Northwestern, but they dropped two of the three games they played against the Wildcats at U.S. Bank Stadium. The Gophers will be back in action this weekend in a four-game series against Nebraska. The Gophers softball team is also back in action this week after a week off, playing a four-game series against Illinois from Friday through Sunday. The Gophers volleyball team dropped its second match of the season on Sunday, following four sets to number one Wisconsin. The Gophers will look to overcome some injury difficulties and match cancellations when they retake the court again on Friday and Saturday against Northwestern. That's all for this week. Be sure to check our website, ellendaily.com, for more coverage and tune in again next week to get the weekly rundown on all things Gopher Sports. Thanks.